You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Hello, and welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. We are on episode three of our current series, Rebuilding Your Ministry Team. But before we get into today's topic, I'm Allie, your host, here with my friend and coworker, Daniel. And Daniel, what are you loving today? Allie, I'm loving another book. <laughs> I don't know how many another books book? I've you, said on this yeah. podcast, but I'm really not that big of a reader, but I'm always trying to read something. Uh, so this book is called The Art of Group Talk, and it's actually three books, Um, but they're all kind of the same sort of idea. And it's also from our favorite organization or one of our favorites, Mm -hmm. Orange. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like our lead small book that we've mentioned before, which is our strategy for Mm -hmm. how we structure our ministry and what we want our leaders to do. It's like lead small Mm 2.0. So it's from Orange, same as lead small. And it's just how to be a better group talk leader (laughs) yeah lead conversation and it's specific too for boys and girls they have one yes yeah so it's the art of group talk how to lead better conversations with either teenage guys teenage girls or kids so there's three different books great resource it's kind of leader 2.0 yeah buy it We should get some ads in this podcast. <laughs> we should. We promote orange stuff a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do promote orange But we use it a lot. A lot. Yes, very helpful stuff. Well, I'm loving something actually that we've talked about um, in the last podcast, but I just keep thinking about it because when we use it how we did that one time, it's like, oh, the possibilities are endless. But I'm loving that texting capability that we used for our um, ministry push weekend that we Mm. had that people were able through our recruitment weekend and they were able to text us if they were interested in next gen so we got their name and their email and contact information and were able to immediately follow up follow up with them the very next day starting and it was just so awesome how easily we were we were able to connect with so many different people wanting to support next gen in a variety of ways and i know we said it last week ours was texting through our database but there are apps and different technology you can use or you can use a card that they can fill out in real time and hand right back to you um get creative because there are ways to get connected and get that immediate return of contact information but texting like that in this day and age it was just so easy and i'm loving that yeah our parish doesn't use this but flock note was is a big one with catholic parishes Mm -hmm. if you want to get into texting and email it's a great contact point Yes, that is great. So as we said, we are in the third episode of our series, Rebuilding Your Team. First episode, we talked about giving ministers a why. Uh, we need to know They need to know their purpose and what a win really is. And then the second episode, we talked about three ways to recruit new ministers. So today, we are going to talk about what every minister needs to hear from you. Yeah, you're the leader or you're a leader in your ministry. So how do you recruit, train, coordinate, celebrate, retain, replace, and empower ministers? All the things. All you got to do things. all of that. And we're actually, interestingly enough, hiring a person who mm-hmm. is going to be responsible for all of this. Yep, they're um, going to do it all. We're gonna, not going to need to do any of it. None right? of no. it. 
No, Allie and I, we've had a person who did this. Kelly, who has been Mm -hmm. on this podcast many times, was that person for us when Allie and I started out in student ministry here. Kelly now works in a different role in our staff. So Allie and I kind of took that Mm -hmm. over. Now we're going to give it back to somebody else (laughs) um, in a full-time position to do all of that. Um, But we're obviously going to be a part of it as well. So we want to break it down really into three things, um, just like we did last episode, because we like things in threes. That's how the Trinity is. And Uh, it's easier to remember things in threes. I don't know. It's like when you get to four, it becomes harder, Mm -hmm. right? Anyway, we like things in threes. So these are three things that every minister needs to hear from you. And they all start with P. That helps you remember too. So pat on the back, purpose for their work, and plan for their time. Those are the three. And if you listen to the end of the episode, we have one bonus P (laughs) that we'll give you later. So the first one of these is to give them a pat on the back and that's to just affirm them. You need to be specific and personal when you're affirming your ministers. They need to know that you appreciate them. So look for the ways that they're effective. Are they good at organizing, talking to teens, playing games with teens? Uh, Do they just have a great base of knowledge? Are they timely and make sure that they show up every week? Mm -hmm. Do they really know the names of all their teens? Do they take that list home and work on the names and get pictures of them so that they could remember all of their names? Are they texting their teens before they meet each week to remind them and connect with them? Are they asking about things happening in their teens' lives and following up on them? Whatever it is, Look for those ways that your ministers are effective and reinforce them. Recently, we had some teens. I was just trying to think of specific things that we know about our teens. This weekend, our pastor, Father Michael, um, noticed that one of the sacristans graduated uh, and he said to him, well, where are you going to school? And he celebrated him up on the altar Mm -hmm. as part of the announcements at the end of Mass. He was going to Virginia Tech and he was going to join the um, Air Force ROTC. So... um, that his name's Pat. So he just noticed that really specifically and celebrated that. Another one of our seniors, Tucker, who's actually Kelly's son. son. Shout mm-hmm. out to Tucker and Pat. Um, he loves going to shop at Goodwill. So I went for a birthday one time and I didn't know what to get him. So I got him a gift card for Goodwill because oh. I knew that about him. Um, and we had a teen a couple of years ago who uh, loved going back to watch our end of mass end notes. And he would always come when we had our 5.30 mass and loved um, just walking back there and watching as I would do that and mm-hmm. then come back over and do our student ministry. So I took him back with me one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and those are just examples of teens, you know, and how we recognize specific things about them. But you can do that with ministers as well. Mm-hmm. And then when you see ministers doing those things, that's you really want to celebrate it. So write them notes, tell them on the spot, write down those wins, share them with everybody, drip through your small group coaches if you have them, through mm-hmm. the other leaders in your group, through email, send them a personal email when you see somebody doing something specific. But the first thing every minister needs to hear from you, no matter how you do it, is a pat on the back. I don't really hear the pat, but I had to get something that started with a P. <laughs> pat on the back. Pat yeah, on you the don't back. hear it. Okay, I get what you're doing there. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking of in this moment, though? Something that we have as our pat on the back around the staff right now is this little miniature dancing Jesus. It's like a bobblehead-y. We call him Carlton Jesus because yeah, of the Fresh like Prince of Bel-Air. It looks like he's doing the Carlton. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, maybe that's what we need to do for our leaders. We'll give, we got to pass off and we get to pass it off to each other on staff when we see just um, doing, uh, or each other doing their, um, 
ministry just with joy and with God's purpose purpose and seeing wins come from it. But maybe we should start giving out some dancing Jesuses too. Maybe we, that's we, what yeah, they need to hear. Yeah, we can have something like that. <laughs> like gold star that you get when you're yeah, in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So the second thing, pat on the back and purpose for their work. We come back in a lot of episodes to our why, our mission, our vision, and our strategy. You've got to come back to that again and again. We give them lead small books. We talked about last episode at the beginning of their time. And we follow up with other books and resources. The Art of Group Talk, like the one Daniel was talking about at the beginning of this episode, that orange book that is another great one. So you do that and you name a win for them is another great way to keep reminding them of their purpose. For us, it, a win is any time a student takes their next step in faith or comes back to church. We want to connect disconnected teens back to their faith. So big ways and small ways, that's a win for us. So celebrate wins when they happen. And celebrating a win reminds them of the purpose of their work. We like to say around here, what gets celebrated gets repeated. And because we say it needs to be repeated, I'll say it again, always be dripping your mission and vision. You're not being repetitive. You should always have new ministers coming in that need to hear it. And the veteran ministers need to hear it early and often too. Youth and student ministry is hard. Many weeks you don't feel like you're influencing anyone or having any real impact, but you are if you are consistent and clear. Ministers need to hear that purpose so they can stick with it. So we've got pat on the back and purpose for their work. And third, you want to give them a plan for their time because their time is so valuable. You need to utilize it well. They're usually nervous about being the adult in the room when it's a room full of teens and being the authority figure there. So give them a good plan so that they feel confident with how they're using that time. Um, things don't always go according to plan. Youth ministry is messy week to week. Yes, it is. And that's okay. Uh, and your ministers need to know that, but you still need to have a plan. So in my youth ministry career, I've used Life Teen. I used Matthew Kelly's Decision Point. I've used other resources. And here now we're writing our own curriculum. And I think curriculum is important. You should try to choose the best stuff out there. But it's not as important as what you do with it. And this is a case where it's really form over function. The function is to teach them a lesson. But the form is the important part. It's how you do it. They need to understand that a plan is a guide, but it's not a prescription. That's mm. your leaders need to understand that. So this year, we provided our leaders with an adaptable small group guide each week. Um, we gave them a video message. They had small group questions. They had a prayer experience and then games or activities that they could choose or choose not to do. And it's tough to do all of that in an hour. Our, some of our fifth and sixth grade groups, because they just... <laughs> blow through the questions. Blow through <laughs> the questions. Yeah, they're, it's quicker. Their experience is different. But they managed to get through it a lot of weeks. And that's great. But 12th grade girls, some weeks didn't even watch the video <laughs> message. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. The plan is still give them a structure for their time. And it gave the leaders confidence to be able to come in and do what we're asking them to do. So the plan is great but always favor the relationship over the rules, the productivity, the lesson. The plan should facilitate the relationship, not the other way around. They want, we want them to connect with a person, not a plan. Yep. So pat on the back, purpose for their work, and plan for their time is what they need to hear. But we can't forget about the bonus P. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what the bonus P is, Allie. 
participation in the mission. Your ministers will be next level when they understand your mission, especially your parish mi- parish's mission as a whole, and when they grab hold of it. Hint, that is why we keep repeating it. We will keep saying it too, and we keep saying it to our ministers as well. You're the pace setter and the role model. Um, One business that we know of has a company value that no matter your role, whether you're the CEO or a janitor for the company, you are all responsible for picking up a mop and pitching in. When they see you working, striving, getting excited, serving them, they will grow in allegiance to you and to your program, the teens, the church, and their faith. Jesus let people serve him, but he was also one of the people. That's what people loved about him. He was irresistible. All right, so to recap, three things every minister needs to hear from you. Number one, pat on the back. Number two, a purpose for their work. Number three, a plan for their time. And our bonus P, when they become really next level, when they start participating in the mission. Mm -hmm. So start with those three, add the bonus P when you're ready, the participation in the mission. And as always, Allie, one bright idea. Give it to me, Daniel. What's the bright idea? The bright idea is... Write out how you're going to do each of those things with a minister plan for your year. And it can be simple, but just have a plan for how you're going to appreciate them, how you're going to show them the purpose of their work, and how you're going to plan for their time. So we do that with job descriptions. We're going to try this out this year. I want to have birthday cards for the whole mm-hmm. year ready. I've always talked about that, and I think it's it's easy to do. We just haven't ever done it. Mm-hmm. But you have birthday cards, and you batch them by the month, and each week you can send them out. You can even Mm -hmm. pre-write them ahead of time and then you'll have them ready to go to send out when um, you get close to your minister's birthdays and then have an affirmation or celebration of wins. Like Ali was talking about with Carlton Mm -hmm. Jesus, you can give them that (laughs) token um, to pass around that they're going to get celebrated for that week and keep dripping that mission vision strategy. So that's your one bright idea. Just write out that plan for how to use these communication strategies. Well, thanks for joining us for today's Car Ride's worth of content. We will be continuing our current series on rebuilding your ministry team next week, where we will be talking about building your team so it is not all on you. We love you all very much. We'll see you next time.